0: In the not-too-distant future, 2016 AD, there was a weirdo guy named Jack, not too different from you or me. He sat around his arm bar store, just acting nerdy and being poor. He did it all with a cheerful face, so they gave him a show and they shipped him to a L.A. I'll watch, all the wrestling The best I can find Then I'll interview my guests And try to pick their minds now, No one knows what era Jack will talk about today But he'll probably talk about the guys That helped to pave the way Legends Roll Call Ric Flair Roddy Piper Randy Savage, Dusty Rhodes, you might not agree on favorites, or other so-called facts. Remind yourself it's all for fun, so pipe down and sit back, for Captain Jack's Armbar Emporium.
1: Hello and welcome back to the podcast of power with the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. This is Captain Jack Heartless, this is Captain Jack's Armbar Emporium, and we are live again on the Steel Cage Network. Hello to everybody in their bunkers. I too am quarantined out in otherwise beautiful Los Angeles, California. Hope everybody's staying safe, staying fed, staying paid if possible. Um, Because of this, I'm going to try to bring you as much content as I possibly can until we come out on the other side of this. Anybody who's been following this show, who's been following wrestling in general, knows it's been uh, strange times in the uh, the world of independent wrestling that I uh, love so very much, and in the things I'm privileged to uh, be a part of, as part of La Pelia, yeah, and you know, in doing things like faces and heels too, stuff like that. So um, I definitely want to make an effort to get the voices of some of those indie wrestlers heard on the show. And I decided to start that initiative with somebody I've been wanting to get on the show for a very long time. Somebody I'm very lucky to have met in person through a mutual friend back at The Collective in 2019 in Jersey City. Um, Instantly won me over. Uh, A giant scary man with an even bigger heart. Uh, The big bad kaiju himself, O'Shea Edwards.
2: What is happening, my guy? What's going on, bud?
1: Hey, I'm, I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do this. I know we've talked on and off about it for like a year, and it took a it took a pandemic to line our schedules up.
2: <laughs> but I mean, sometimes, these, yeah you know, out of a negative, man, sometimes the best positives come out of that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that we can uh, do exactly that. And the biggest thing, I know that we've talked about this before, but uh, you coming out here. You working out here all up and down the West Coast is one of those things where I had it on my checklist for 2020. I'm like, yeah. if I can be a small – if I can be a tiny, tiny part, like, yeah, I'm holding the fingers just a little farther apart because I, I don't want to take any <laughs> sort of credit for it because you are you a ridiculously talented dude. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Um,
2: I appreciate it.
1: First, first and foremost, I'm a fan. I'm lucky to know you. I don't have to present any sort of like lack of bias or anything because fuck it, my name's on the <laughs> shingle. This is my show.
2: <laughs> there it is. You do what you want to when it's your
1: show. That's goddamn right. Um, <laughs> so I want to start for for those, especially out here in California, all up and down the West Coast, that may not be familiar because I don't think it's exaggeration to say that the the stuff you've been doing. In places like Beyond and Flying V, and especially Sup, which we will get into at length, no doubt. Um, but why don't we just start at the beginning? Um, how did you get involved in this crazy world? What compelled you to uh, to set foot in a ring and, and set on this path? <laughs>
2: Man, it was it was really one of those things of where you know you, you watch wrestling so much. And it got to a point where I'm like, "Hey, man, look, I've been putting this off and putting this off and and making excuses of like, you know, oh, I can't do it because of this, and like kind of letting life get in the way." And e- eventually, I kind of just, you know, it was either shit or get up the pot. So I kind of just found my way around it, um, and really got lucked up, man. So I was able to link up with um with a guy named Johnny Swinger. Nice. Um, WCW fame, right? Um, so when we talked, he was like, "Yeah, you know, um, I don't." I don't really do a class, but I can really teach you the basics. Um come on down. I do, it, you know, just pay as you show up, you know, 20 bucks, 20 bucks a night. No big deal. We got a ring and we'll see, we'll see what you made of. Um, and I got up there, man. And I just, I I just kind of went for it. Like I've always been an athlete, um, high school, college ball, all that good stuff. You know, um, I was able to have a cup of coffee in the pros, but, um, you know, well, that's pretty much about it. Uh, but really, after that, it was just like you know, I stayed active, but not to the uh, not to the extent that I'm you know i used to. Um, so really, after a while, you know, I was able to link up with some of the other guys who kind of did like shows and all that good stuff. And uh, you know, and I, we've all been there. But you know, I had to do my fair share of you know you know shindies, you know, as it were, to kind of <laughs> like you know get my get my foot in all that good stuff. Um, but through a mutual acquaintance and all that good stuff um some of the guys i've worked with before they was like hey man um you know who are you training with and i'm like i kind of told him and i was like, well you need to come down to uh, douglasville which is like west of atlanta by like 20 30 minutes depending on traffic." um and i was like yeah sure who's out there he goes well, robert gibson's out there i was like for real he's like yeah robert gibson's out there man he trains you know you've been training for a little bit so it wouldn't really it's like he's starting you from the beginning so it is what it is um so, you know, I, I've always been respected the guy. So, you know, I, I, I would go to, uh, I went to Johnny. and I was like, Hey man, look, uh, Robert's willing to kind of like, let me come in and like work with him and all that good stuff. Is that cool? And Johnny was like ecstatic. He's like, yes, I'm like, go do that. I can't teach you everything. And I would be asinine to think that I can teach you everything. Um, he goes, but go there. He goes, get, get that learning on. And then, um, from there, you know, just kind of fill in the blocks, whatever, um, so I kind of like transferred from Johnny to Robert, which was one of the best things I ever could have done. Um, because it was there when Johnny really started, I mean, where Robert really started, like, to kind of figure out where I lacked, um, and stuff, and, uh, pretty much kind of let me kind of like, you know, hey, man, look, this is what you do. Kind of almost like an old school way of, you know, uh, uh, old southern way of wrestling, which is fine. I mean, it worked for him, still works for him. Right. So I was like, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> know, not, not gonna, not gonna, you know, not gonna knock it. It's no big deal. Um, So, you know, that, that worked. Um, And then from there, it, it, it kind of turned into its own thing. You know, it's after a while, you kind of realize that, you know, wrestling evolves like it, like it normally does. So it's just one of those things where you have to really start to, you know, find your own way. And uh, when that happened, man, everything started taking off from there.
1: Now, a a couple of things there I want to go back to. First of all, the fact that you got old Hoot to, uh, to train you is amazing. Um, unbelievable. Half of the Rock and Roll Express, uh, I, I the half right. I feel that doesn't get enough love, and check out the hot tag, baby. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like if you ask Nick Jackson, there wouldn't be a Nick Jackson without a Robert Gibson.
2: Right, right. And and the funny thing is, like when he when Robert first met me, he didn't get it. He was like, okay, what is it about this? Like, who, you know, pretty much is like, you know, why should I? You know, even take my time to train you. Got school. I got school full of guys you know and it was just one of those things where he just he saw me for the first time and he was like show tomorrow i was like okay <laughs> so, i'm assuming this is a good thing um and i still talk to him you know it's wild that like what he got into done to all the hall of fame that i sit there and go like yo i have a wwe hall of famer in my phone like i'm still a fan that stuff still like pops me i'm like ah that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's
1: amazing oh man um so yeah it's wild to go from pedigree to pedigree like that also to rewind one step farther back uh secret good guy johnny swinger only charging you 20 bucks a class that's unheard of
2: <laughs> yeah I, trust me you couldn't get away with that now like nope. it's a little more 20 bucks now, nope.
1: <laughs> so no that's uh so to have that kind of pedigree and right from the beginning you got You have experience from folks in ECW, WCW, um, WWE, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Of course, Jim Crockett Promotions. Just guys who have been everywhere and done everything. And also, very interesting is just, just by looking at you standing next to Johnny Swinger or especially standing next to Robert Gibson is the pronounced size difference. So did you kind of... Did they tailor the way that they taught to you working like a bigger guy, or did you just kind of work on a base system of the fundamentals and then finishing on top of that? Did you find that you started maybe with a more athletic style, especially for somebody your size training with guys, you know, that were traditionally very go, go, go like they are?
2: Right. Well, it, a lot of it was uh, with, with Johnny a lot of it was a, a lot of it was really the fundamentals because I didn't really like nobody better. I should say, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I was still, you know, <laughs> greener's goose shit as I say. <laughs> so at the time I really didn't know like what to really expect because I was just simply just kind of doing what I was told. Like I kind of, my biggest thing I tell people all the time is like, I'm very coachable. You know, you, you tell me how to do something. I'm going to do it that way. And if I'm doing it wrong, tell me how to correct it and then I can make the, proper adjustments and then blah, blah, blah. It wasn't until I got with Robert when he was like, hey, man, look, you're 6'3", at the time of 280. There's no reason why you'd be doing half this stuff. (laughs) It was, but you still need to learn how to take it in case something comes around. And, you know, he never wanted to handicap me because of my size. And he never wanted wanted me to be more of, um, hey, by the way, because you're big, you can get away with like, no, you're still going to learn it. You know, you're still going to learn how to do it. You know, you may not use it, but you still need it. Fine. Cool. Not a, not a problem at all. Um, and I respected it. You know, I, I always always respected that. Um, so it was just one of those things of where, you know, as time went on, I started picking stuff up for for other from other people. You know, I I'm a student more than anything. I, I enjoy learning. And that was really Something that I enjoyed getting a chance to do was just, you know, okay, pick something from this guy, take something from this guy, so on and so forth. You know, because at the end of the day, I just want to be the best that I could be, not so much, uh, not, not so much, uh, uh, you know, what the next guy's doing, you know, if that, if that made any sense. Um, and it, and it worked, you know, it, it really worked in my favor, you know, like it's stuff. And so from there, I was like, all right, this, this will do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and you know what, um, the people I normally gravitate to, I, I find have that, out have that mental mindset. Um, you know, just for life in general, I'm the kind of person uh, where if I don't feel like I'm learning something new every day, I feel like I wasted my day. So to hear yes. other people ap- approach that, that's that's something that you know sparks me. That's something that gets me going. Is yeah. to to relate to people, to talk to people on that same wavelength. And I'm so glad with the current generation in indie wrestling, i to see more and more of that and to see guys that are like, you know, I don't know all of it. I'm not, there's no possible way to know all of it. I continue to learn and all of that. So the fact that Robert taught you all that stuff, we're going, you're not going to do it, but it's probably a very good idea. You know how to have it done to you properly. So right. so nobody gets hurt. I mean that's, that's yeah amazing, and that shows a level of care on his part. That's that's phenomenal. That's a teacher right there.
2: Yeah, man, and and to this day, like every time I see him, like before I left, before I moved, I was getting kind of ahead of ourselves. Before I moved, he 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 called me. He goes, hey, here you're moving. I'm like, yeah, I'm moving. He's like, I just have one one thing to tell you before you leave, and I was like, all right, well, what's up, Robert? Because you know, usually Robert doesn't ask me for anything. He's like, do me a favor, don't embarrass me. <laughs> and that's kind of sat there laughing. And I was like, Robert, I'll try my best, man. <laughs> and so I saw him a few months later. He goes, How, you know, how's being a Baltimore. I was like, I like it. And he goes, Well, even from the grapevine. Great, you hadn't embarrassed me yet. So you got that going for you. And I'm like, Robert, I'll take it. And I'll take it.
1: Amazing. Uh, that's, he, it sounds like he's been hanging around with Uncle Arn.
2: Just yeah, a yeah. Just completely
1: just a deadpan. <laughs> I love it, though. That's great. That, that's great that he has, you know, that underneath all that he has that kind of faith in you. It, it sounds like that was like his his very old school grizzled vet way of telling you he was proud of you.
2: Oh yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the greatest. I love it. So, and now, that's as close as close as a compliment you're gonna get from him too. So that, that was about <laughs> as close I was gonna get. The, the
1: the eighties were not a touchy feely generation of dudes.
2: Not at all. <laughs>
1: You know i've i've spent a i've spent a little time around a few of them and it's just that's that is not their way, not even Mm-mm, not mm. even remotely. I, I had Harley race literally almost like paralyze me to the spot, but just by whispering, "Shake my hand, son."
2: <laughs> right,
1: and hey, was you're just wheelchair. like, "Yes." Sir. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So no, they're not. They're not renowned for their. Uh, you know, for social graces or anything like that. No, they they no, are who they no,
2: are. No. Exactly. Take it or leave it.
1: Exactly. So now you alluded to that, that as time goes on, you, you go out in the world, you're working indies um, and you do move to Baltimore. How did that come about? What ended up uh, precipitating that change?
2: Sure. So well, I guess we got to go backwards a little bit before we go forwards. Yeah. So, um, 2016. I'm like maybe a year, maybe a little less than a year in, and 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 Ring of Honor is out of Bristol, Pennsylvania at the time, and they were giving out a kind of a tryout slash dojo camp. And for me, I was just like, at this point in time, like I really wasn't getting anywhere in the south. Like I couldn't catch any traction, like at all. And it was really kind of it's frustrating because I couldn't I couldn't get anywhere. So what ended up happening was I wanted to know where I stood with people and I, I kind of I, I wanted—I want to know if this was worthwhile because my thing is I don't I don't like having my time wasted and I don't like I don't like wasting my own time, let alone let anybody else's time. So for me, it was just like, OK, cool. Let's see where I stand with some of the best, because if this doesn't pan out then at least I know and I can take solace in the fact that I I know I suck and that's okay. And at the time it was just like for Ring of Honor, they're the, they were to me, they're the pinnacle. You know, this wasn't so much. I want to work for WWE. I always want to work for Ring of Honor. It's just something I always wanted to do. I'm like, so why not get in front of those people? So 2016 is like October and I'm in there with, um, with Josh Woods, Brian Malonis, um, the carnies, Karen Q, yes. um, a handful of other guys who are actually like all the roster now. And, you know, my, my ring work, I say about a solid C <laughs> at the time. I, I, the funny thing is I, if I look back now and I was like, I did not need to be there. Like I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready to be there, but I was like, ah, I'm, I'm only ready as I, I'm only at that time. I was only as ready as I was right then and there. So I was like, if I don't do this, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. Um, so my in rate work, about a C, C plus, like I was kind of listening to everybody else and kind of going from there. Um, but my promo work was great A. I'm not going to lie. Like i was kind of at that in the back. Not, not a big deal. There <laughs> um, you, go. you know, did, did, you know, did what I was supposed to do, you know, no big deal. Just try to just be a, just, just listen. Really, I just want to listen. And, um, you know, BJ Whitmer pulled me aside. And he's like, Hey, man, look, um, I know you got to go. You know, this, this is, this it for you. He goes, this isn't a no. This is a not yet. Um, He was like, "You just need more time to cook. You just need more time, and you you need more time to cook. You need more time to basically just get out there and do what you need to do." He goes, "Well, whatever you're doing in front of that camera, like keep doing that. Like that right there will get you a job, if not with us, with somewhere. So keep doing that." I was like, "Okay, cool." And so after I got back, man, it was just like you know, like when you're driving a car and you feel that you hear that thing, drop a gear and everything just kind of, you just hold on. That's exactly what happened. I just found another gear and I just, I just took off. Like it was, I want to wrestle everywhere. I didn't even care with who I just want to wrestle. I want to get better. I'm training two days a week, three days a week. I'm in the gym two days a week, three days a week. You know, I'm wrestling like eight, nine weeks at a time before I even get like a weekend off. And that was just because my body was like, if you don't sit down, I'm going to make you sit down. Fair enough. Um, So it was just one of those things where I was just moving, 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 moving all over you. Then 2018, it did it again. And I had every intention of coming up there and showing my ass because it was like I knew because apparently they all kept tabs. They all, you know, followed and like, OK, let's see what he's doing. So October two, literally two years to the day, I show back up. And everybody's kind of sitting around like, okay, yeah, this is a great time. We were in the Ring of Armor dojo. Now it's in Baltimore, you know, cool. And I have this look and I'm looking at everybody else and I'm like, uh, I don't know what you guys came here for. You know, I came here for a job and I will be damned if I don't leave with one, you know, or at least the opportunity, you know. And sure enough, two days later, once it's all said and done, <laughs> BJ Whitmer pulls me aside and goes, Hey, you absolutely killed it this weekend. One of the strongest weekends I've ever seen anybody have. Yeah. Um, we want is like he goes, I can't guarantee you any money. He goes, but if you want to, you know, if you want to take a shot at it, come up here, train with us, let's get it in, you know. And I was like, is this is this? And I looked at him and I was like, is this my invitation to the dojo? He goes, yes, it is. And I was like, okay, okay, sure, no problem. Um, At the time, I was working for the fire department. Been there for like pff, 15 years man I was a lieutenant I was making I was making money you know Damn. um had a house yeah had a house the whole, the whole nine but it was just one of those things of where like wrestling is what I want to do I mean I'm a great I'm a great fireman I'm not gonna lie man I'm a better wrestler <laughs> <laughs> um and so like I talked to the wife and you know we, we sat there and we, we tried to figure it all out and, duh, 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 duh. and at first she wasn't like too keen on it but then she kind of like looked at it. She's like, if this is what you want to do, we got to go all in. So like, do you know what that means? I was like, yeah, we got to give it all up. So like, what you want to do? And I was like, yes, what do I want to do? I was like, I'll make sure that I find something in interim to like tie this over to make sure that like, you know, we get paid and the bills get, you know, bills get paid and food on the table and so on and so forth. And I did. And we put the house up for sale March. Five days later, it sold. And wow. we moved 30 days later. And it's it's literally next month will be a year that we I've been in the uh, developmental system with with the ring of honor and their dojo and all stuff getting better every single day, you know, book is getting better and and so on and so forth. You know, it is one of those things of where this is this is what I this is what I wanted to do, man. And um I love being up here. Me moving was I tell people it's me moving from the south to the, to the mid-Atlantic, well I can't really Mid like, but northeast really has been one of the best things I ever ever could have done for myself Um, because it just it just opened up a brand new it blew everything blew doors wide open from all the work that I put in the south because even though I didn't get a chance to wrestle in Georgia as much as I would like to I always say that the fact that Georgia told me no is just the opportunity for everyone else to tell me yes so I, I got the chance to like you know go to Mississippi which really isn't like a hotbed for professional wrestling but when wrestling happens they show up and like for almost like a year, a year and a half, I go out there, I just make my name and I really start finding my groove. And then from there, it went from like from Mississippi, then to Louisiana, to Alabama, to Tennessee. And then George starts getting hype and they start jumping on too. And you know, I'm doing shows all throughout the Midwest and all this good stuff. And by the time we make this move to Baltimore, you know, some of those places I can't go to anymore because just, you know, it, it's a business. It is what it is. You know, but at the same time, it was just one of those things of where, uh, you know, now that I've kind of made that name for what I've been doing in the, in the Southeast, all of a sudden, it's just like I come to, you know, the, the, the DNV, as it were, you know, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And all of a sudden, I just, I pick up like I don't, you know, like I never skip the beat, you know? And and it's it's been paying off. <laughs> it's been paying off great, especially with like you know IWTV and and you know Sup and Nashville, you know Sup and Nashville like and stuff. So it's this. If I didn't if I didn't move, honestly, it it would I'd probably would have quit.
1: I totally totally understand that. Um, you know, w- w- without going into getting into great detail, at least right now, I I found myself at a similar crossroads in 2013 and picked. Everything up. Sold probably about 95% of my possessions. Packed what little I had left in a U-Haul. Came to L.A. and never went back. And best decision I ever made. So, like, it, I really... What you're saying really resonates with me. I got a little bit of the goosebumps yeah. right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
2: man. Dude, betting betting on yourself is one of the most satisfying. Yes. Yet one of the most terrifying things. Also, yes. Ever. Because if... If that car doesn't come up what you need, there is nobody to blame but you. Mm. And that's that's what scares a lot of people. And there's reason why a lot of people kind of stay where they're at, because it's that risk of, you know, I don't know if I want to give up what I got for me. it's It's always is the juice worth the squeeze. And it was like you damn right it is. Because if this hits, this hits hard and I don't owe nobody. This is mine. I I did it. Mm-hmm. You know? And if I fail, I like honestly, I even if I lose, I still take solace in the fact that I did it. Like no one I have no one to blame. No one, you know, nobody, you know, made me, you know, do everything. Like, no, I did it. And I'm I'm fine with that, you know? And and so anytime I hear of somebody like betting on themselves, like I get hyped. I'm like, yeah, man, I hope all the good things happen to you and only you because you bet on yourself.
1: (laughs) I couldn't have said it better. I really couldn't have. And, uh, yeah, it's so exciting to hear when somebody does that. And also a a couple of things that I'm betting a lot of the listeners didn't know about. And first off is the existence of an ROH developmental system, especially in the time of great change for Ring of Honor when we have – you know, friends of the show like Marty Scurll and Brody King, which are now kind of running the school up there and crossing over into the NWA and things like that. It, it's just a time of great change. You know, um, the uh, the boss man over at lapel yeah, making the new merch that rolled out for the Vegas events that unfortunately got postponed.
2: Yeah, yeah but I got postponed. Yep.
1: So – um yeah. Where where do you stand with them currently? Like what are what are you looking at? How is their developmental system set up? Is it just the dojo when you work as many indie events as you can or is it something you can well, get into? When,
2: yeah, when I well get into it, you have to show up to these to these open call tryouts. Yes. Um Without it, without an invitation, you, you can't, you can't just roll in. There is no drop in rate or I know somebody. It's like, no, nah, man, if you don't, if you don't show up and you do not get invited, no, nah, you're, you're not getting it. It's as simple as that. Um, because it's just one of those things of when you get into the dojo, there is no, well, I don't know how to bump. No, nah, man, we're not here for that anymore. Like this is, this is the excel, this is the master's program now. You know, um, at the time I was the only, I don't say I was the only one, but I was, I was still traveling extensively. I was still coming back to Atlanta. I was still going to Ohio and Tennessee and this, that and the other. Like, so my calendar was full on top of training with the, uh, with the, with the dojo. Um, and a lot of it now is, is lighting a lot more advanced. Stuff. Um, and a lot of it is really getting a chance to be a part of your, I don't want to say part of your own rescue here, but you get, you're a part of your own development. So who is it that o, you want O'Shea to be? You know, if you looked at O'Shea in a magnifying glass, what would he do in this, you know, at this instance? You know, uh, a lot of guys do like, you know, some, some of you guys are like really technical. Great. I'm not. Like, <laughs> I'm like not that guy. Um, like, uh, I, I tell people all the time, I was like, if you came for wrestling match, brother, you got the wrong one. You know, I'll never be the greatest wrestler in the world. And here's the thing, I'm I'm old enough to understand. Quite all right with that. Like that's fine. Like yeah. that's fine. But no one's going no one's going to like outstrength me. No one's going to outtalk me. You know, like it. Nah, man. Like, bye. So <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, but even but even with that being said, the um developmental program man, it has really turned a corner from what people want to think it is. Um, guys come in there and they learn and they get better. Every single day, you know, even if it's just, oh, I didn't know how I could take this, and I took it a different. Cool, guys get better, you know. Everybody's like, you have uh, different trainers showing up, so like, one week will be Tracy Williams to show up, and the next week it'll be, you know, Delirious to show up, you know, maybe Silas Edwards to show up, you know. So that, and they're using the the dojo as a uh, also as a, um, I guess, a film studio too. So we're coming in, we're watching guys. Produce themselves and stuff like that, which is something that some schools just don't do, you know, so to get to see that side of things is, is great. And now, you know, we're getting a chance to talk to the guys who were there and, you know, not so much we got to be a part of the show, but a lot of times I just want to be in the building. I just want to yeah. be in the building. I just want to watch and, and, you know, get a chance to talk and kind of see where guys are at and da 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 with that. Like guys see where you're at. And then when that. Time comes and that spot opens up for you. You know it's yours, and it's not because it's like who's this ding dong walking in the front door? No, guys have seen you. Guys know what you're all about. Um, unless unless your contract thinks otherwise, like guys are still working Indies. Like it was with like maybe the third month I was there when they started bringing in some some new some new guys to come in. They're like, hey, like who I talked to get booked around here? He's like, not talk to O'Shea. He's like, what? It's like yeah, O'Shea stays booked. <laughs> he he stays booked. And, and up until recently, I, I was like I, I every weekend was just I was wrestling at least twice, you know, um, that we still do future of Honor shows, but they're no longer just dark matches anymore. We actually have our own um, our own show that streams on on our club and all that good stuff. So a lot of guys get a chance to, you know, do do our thing in front of our audience. So we we we've uh, we've joined up with uh, MCW out in Maryland. And so we work their guys, their guys work us, but we're working in front of a crowd. But it's not like, oh, these guys were in front of 20 people. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. On a good, on an average day, you're looking at uh, six, five, six hundred plus, you know? Uh, sorry about that. My dog's are being crazy. Uh,
1: I got three cats so, uh, you got nothing to apologize about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, so guys are getting reps and then you get to, then you, on top of that, you get to see it. You know, you get to see yourself. You get to see what works. Some of the stuff you work on the dojo. Does this work in front of a crowd instead of like the other, you know, some of the other guys? Like, does it work? It it does work. Cool. Then you can tweak it. You do this, that, and the other. So they're allowing us to like really spread our wings creative, you know, creatively wise and really just be our own. Pretty much you're, you're, you're in charge of your ship. So if something goes wrong, it's, it's on you. But with, with that being said though, when you walk out of that dojo and you do an indie show, you know, Hey man, understand something. You represent ring of honor in that dojo. You represent those coaches that, that, that are spending time to, you know, train you. So don't go out there and dumb because word will get back. And if word does get back, man, that is your ass and they can invite you and they can kick you out just as quick.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing you hit on just, um, as far as performance in general i know for me it took me a long time to force myself to sit down and watch tape of myself you know i've I, for a long time i'd watch tape of other performers and pick up things here and there but th- when i got to the point where i was forced to sit and watch tape of myself and go oh that sucked or oh this is i can keep this i i know that i felt like i turned a corner on that stuff so hearing hearing others say that about that about you know being able to see yourself do it and as well as others it's huge it is a huge thing and you know it i always tell people yeah it is a bit cringy to do it at first and you're gonna hate it but you're going to learn so much from it that it's going to be worth it
2: yeah most definitely
1: so time goes along you're you're working these indies you guys are on honor club now which is awesome um and then some of these indies, you've become a focal point of, or in some cases, the focal point. Uh, I know mm-hmm. that uh, you and uh, Eric Royal were the reason I was—I personally was introduced to Flying V for the first time. Mm. Love that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to speak to that, um, that, that one, that's one that's fairly new to me. Again, shouts out to IWTV for exposing me to new wrestling, like all the time i love it um but yeah you you and eric and flying v first as opponents and then as partners that was my first exposure to that promotion
2: yeah yeah man um and well so i got hooked up with v- flying v through primetime pro wrestling which is at dc um yes. and they're the ones we we kind of like i guess they run i guess you'll call them the same the same universe type deal and um and so, because I mean, even theirs, I, I guess I could call myself a focal point there too. Um, but once the guys at Flying V saw me at primetime, they're like, "We we got to get him in. Like we 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 got him in. We got to get him in." And so from there, like I was able to like, uh, um, I think my first match was against a boar. Um, and we we just beat the teetotal piss out of one another. <laughs> and then you know. The uh, the thing with Eric Roy was something like, really big, and working with Eric was great. Like we had a great time, put you know, really putting that thing together, and 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 kind of like, you know, giving giving people what they want. And I and I love being first up. Like I tell people, the time, I was like yeah, you put me first up. Like, all right now, like we're about to get it in. Um, so <laughs> you know the the the, the DMV or I like to call the grapple region is really getting like. Is really coming into their own, and I'm I'm lucky enough to be like at the forefront of it. So you have like primetime pro wrestling in in DC, and then you have Flying V out of Maryland, and then you have Crab wrestling out of Virginia. You know, so you have this you know holy trinity of you know of of, of regional wrestling that kind of works works all the same on one another. It is great because once and I'll say I don't get once Nova kind of bit it. Oh. They I
1: don't
2: care like what's Nova gonna do like no 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 Nova.
1: I'm I'm totally down <laughs> to get into that because we've danced around it on the show before um Joshua Gavin who works for fully gimmicked has has mm-hmm. talked about it in passing a couple times I'm totally ready to open that can of worms anytime you want that's to. fine <laughs>
2: sure like, I only did one show and it was more than I needed to do so I was like that was fine um but anyway so you know it, Once, once, so you had this giant like gap, you had this giant hole, you know. And when you know, primetime pro wrestling shows up, and then Flying V shows up, and like the the thing was, there were to in my mind, there was no real I don't want to say star because that's not the right phrase that I'm looking for, but there was no like okay, like name me a marquee name that that was from that region. Everybody else was kind of like brought in or or did whatever. You know, and so it was just one of those things for me. I was like, well, if no one's going to take this seat, uh, excuse me, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, you so go. for me, for me, it was just like, all right, cool. And my thing is, once I assert myself, it's was like, well, I hope you guys understand. I'm not going anywhere for a while. I'm going to be here like I, I own this now. You know, so it was just one of those things of where, uh, you know. It worked, you know, it really worked for me. It, it, everything really did kind of fall into my lap. And, uh, like I said, now that I'm here, I really don't have any plans on really going anywhere. And I'm kind of using it to further what, you know, my end goal is. And that's to make it to a, to a, a national stage. Um, but at the same time, elevate. Everywhere else that kind of takes that cha- that shot on me, you know? So for like the, the Tennessee promotions that I went to, the, some of the Georgia promotions I still deal with, you know, the, the promotions and the, and the DMV, it's just like, okay, this isn't so much. This isn't a, just about me. You know, I high tide raises all ships. And my whole goal is if you're going to, you know, if you're going to sit at my table, we're all going to eat. And so that's something I've been wanting to do is once it's all said and done, I want to leave you know, lead things better than me, the, the way I found
1: it. Yeah. And again, something I love about this generation and why I'm having more fun as a, as a fan and, you know, being involved and in seeing you guys at live events and stuff like that. I'm having more fun because it feels like you guys are having more fun pulling that wagon together rather than 10 guys trying to pull the wagon in their direction only. And right. Yeah. And so many guys that I talk about on a regular basis on this show have that mindset, and the and the, the four I always mention, it seems like are you, Jake, uh, Warhorse, uh, Effie, Danhausen, guys that you <laughs> know, company. some company. Yeah, damn good company. the the dudes The dudes that every time I see him and talk to them, they're they're we instead of me.
2: Right. Because it's, it's real. It's easy to be about yourself, you know, it, it, it but at the same time, it's like, what have you done? You know, what is it that you've you know, you got to create something that everyone else can be a part of and everyone else can get on. I can easily be about myself. But if I'm about myself, then guess what? No one's going to want to work with me because all I do is worry about myself. That's not what I'm trying to do. That's not what I want. I want. Every, I want to have that reputation of, like, oh, man, O'Shea's in the car. Oh, this is going to be great. We're all going to have a good time, you know? I want to make sure we all get paid.
1: Absolutely. And I I also I did a little research. You know, I I put a, I did put my thimble full of journalistic integrity into this before this interview. <laughs> and I did, I went and did some research. And the murderer's row of guys you've wrestled in just the last couple of years – um. You know, some of the some of the aforementioned names, but you throw in guys there like uh the Carneys and Ethan Page and Kurt Stallion, uh your sometimes partner Jaden Newman, um Eric Royal, who we already mentioned, uh Gary J, who I the the weekend I met you was exposed to him the first time and was just absolutely blown away by that guy. Uh Trevor Lee, who's now moved on. Uh former GCW champion, AJ gray, just, Mm -hmm. yeah, just this amazing group of guys and all of you coming together and building this to what it is right now, before everything got put on pause, um, out of this absolute, just huge ocean of talent. Like if, if you could cherry pick a couple of your favorite opponents out of that so far, who would they be?
2: Oh boy. Um, oh okay uh i'll get you in trouble uh, of course no no you're fine you're fine um (laughs) easily uh, easily brett Ison. brett Ison is one of the guys who who always makes me step my game up because i have to um you know it's just he's literally one i consider him my brother like hands down He, he is he is my brother like we we cannot talk for two months pick up the phone and pick up like we talked the other day you know um Anytime anytime I get a chance to work with Brett or against Brett, I know it's going to be it's going to be something. Um Manders is another one. Um because our playbook is so the same, you know, and it becomes this thing of who's who's kung fu is better than you know, pretty much leave that's like who can last? Who can last? Um <laughs> uh you know, getting a chance to work the Carnies was fun. Honestly, one of the one of the best matches I ever had was against JD Drake. Um,
0: yes, getting oh to work JD was,
2: was, was great. Um, Jay's one of the guys who I've watched since the very beginning. And because he, his size is really deceiving. And so people saying to us, Oh, this guy can't do whatever. And then all of a sudden he just comes out there and starts doing stuff you didn't, you didn't expect, you know. But honestly, it's one of the things I can do this. <laughs> all day <laughs> about matches that, 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 I've loved. You know, there's, there's a bunch of matches that I wish I can go back and do again. The, the four way dance with me, AJ gray, uh, war Horse and Jake something. I've been Holy one shit. on one with Jake something for, for years, you know? And I, I called that out. I'm like, yo, I want that. You know, there's a handful of matches that before all this went, went down that I, that I was really, really excited to have, you know, like, last week actually this past friday it was supposed to be me and me and john davis which is something i've been wanting that match since day one darcy so, you know, fight club um, right you know it, it, i had that coming down the pipe i had uh, a tag match against orange Cassidy coming up the week before then you know and so there was all these matches that i had coming and then literally just them get fanost out of just <laughs> nothing and i'm like what but at the same time, it was I can either sit here and get kind of like, ugh, I can't believe this happened, or I can just get back to work. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 a little older than, than the majority of some of the indie guys out there, and it's nothing that I I've, I've ever used as a crutch, nor do I want it held against me. You know, it's like I just I'm just smarter. <laughs> you know, I was like, I may be older than you, but I'm stronger than you, and I pretty much know what I'm doing now. So watch out. So you know it, it's just one of those things of where you know, I, yeah, I know it works, and I'm not going to deviate from that because I know it works. But it was just one of those things of where you know I I look back at it and I enjoy what I've done. I enjoyed what's what's been given to me, but I I refuse to just sit back on my laurels like, oh, look what I've done. This is good. Like I want more. You know, I'm never as well as I'm 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 content about what I've done, but I'm I refuse to get complacent that's a dangerous way. that's a dangerous place to be you know to be to be you know compl- you know complacent oh because I've done this I can do whatever I'm like nah man I have to continue to get better I have to continue to do bigger things within reason because somewhere there's a guy who's training just as hard as me and who who's who's dumbing he's gunning for me he's going to catch me I just need to make sure that you know that gap keeps getting wider
1: absolutely I, I love that's got that last dragon feel to it. There's always, there's always a new challenger coming up. There's always of course, somebody of that's course. trying to challenge you and get that glow.
2: Yeah, man. And um, I can get real selfish. Yeah, you ain't. If you want it, you're gonna have to earn it because I'm not giving it away. I, I've worked too hard, you know. Just to be like, oh yeah, it's yours now. No, nah, man. You you know, you want that torch or you know, you want that rub? Earn it. Come, let's see what you got, and no. we'll, we'll go from there.
1: Absolutely. No free lunches. None. <laughs> so um, one thing I really wanted to talk to you about uh, was something that, un- unfortunately, I was due to head out to Nashville at the end of February, beginning of March, but uh, circumstances played a role I didn't get out there. One of the things I wanted to do when I got out there was to check out the independent scene in Nashville. And yeah. I, it feels like one of, one of the places you truly call home is, is SUP and is based out of there. Um, if you mm-hmm. could kind of give the people who maybe are unaware an education of of what that place is and what it means to you.
2: Yeah, man. Southern Underground Pro is based out of Nashville. Um, I, man, I was sending feelers out to that place for a year before they even looked at me. Um, and it wasn't until I just showed up and I just kind of like helped out and did whatever that, um, they just kind of, kind of was like, Hey, Shay, do you have your stuff? And I was like, Of course, I have my stuff. And it was like, cool. You're wrestling AJ. First time we've ever wrestled at that point. And I was like, nice. I bet. Cool. <laughs> Great. And it, it worked out. You know, I really got over it pretty, really well. Some of the guys there really vouched for me pretty hard, too. It's like, Hey, you're not going to regret it. And, and it worked. You know, it really, it really kind of worked. Um, I always say that Nashville was the home that I never knew. I had, let alone want it, until I had it. Um, And it was one of those things where in Nashville, it was just like, oh, he's an Atlanta guy. But he doesn't work in Atlanta. Oh, he works everywhere else? Well, he's ours now. And, and that's kind of how it fell. They were the first place to really like embrace me. And then from there, they were the first place to sing my name, which really became a thing. Uh, to this day, <laughs> I still can't get over that. Um, But It's just one of those things of, man, Nashville is like one of the places where like, if somebody, if you had to trace back, okay, where does O'Shea over come from? And it's like, it's Nashville. There's so many, so many times where people think that like, I'm from Nashville. I'm like, no, I'm not from Nashville. I'm from Atlanta. It's like, well, you spend so much time, you know, wrestling in Tennessee and in Nashville. I'm like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Like there's, there's a reason for that, you know? And they really kind of like let me. More like tennis, more like Mississippi, where they really let me kind of come into my own and really let me be the guy that like, you know, um, you know, I I want it to be and they let me have it and they let me really just kind of feel the crowd and really just kind of like, you know, you know, just do, you know, do you, you know, do, there's a reason why you're here, you know, be that guy. Okay. Cool. You know, um, that's the, that's the one thing I do miss? I, I miss not being a chance to be there as much as I, as much as I used to, but you know, it, it's one of those things sometimes, you know, to, to get what you want out of life, there's a few things where you have to get, you know, you got to sacrifice a few things, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not coming back because there's no way in hell I'm not, not coming back. But <laughs> at the same time, it was just, it was one of those things I'm like, okay, man, look, I, my time in Tennessee was, in Nashville was fun. It's, it's by no means is it over, but. You know, I still there's some things I have to accomplish for myself for the sake that I have to accomplish it for myself.
1: Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I do hope to make it out there. When my trip gets rescheduled, hopefully I'll try to coordinate it and see if I can drop in on y'all at a a time when when you guys are all there. And also a special shout out to Nashville and to the Basement East and hopefully you guys can rebuild. Um, Yeah, most definitely. Life's weird, cause I was supposed to be there the day of the tornadoes.
2: Yeah. Oh man. It, when I I woke up to it, um, to that news and all that good stuff, and I immediately started making phone calls. Just, yeah. Immediately started making phone calls, making sure that those those guys who I consider my family, and you know they they there's a few times where they've come up this way for other stuff, and I was like, hey man, look, you know you're more than welcome to stay in my house. You know if you stayed in my house, yeah, you're family. And so, um, you know, for those, for those guys, like it's been, it's been huge. You know, I'm like, they're like do they so much checking up on us. Like, of course. Like, why wouldn't I check up on you? Cause if the shoes were different, like you guys would check up on me. So, you know, to, it, it sucks that the basement East kind of it, it got hit the way it did. Cause that like without the basement is there. Like I tell people Tom, like no basement East, no me, like simple as that. Um, so it, it was really weird to like see that place, like, kind of, like, in the position it was, but I was very happy to know that, like, Southern on was going to find another venue to take them in and let those guys just, uh, you know, put on a show.
1: Yeah, and, and I really hope that they can rebuild that. I mean, the when when it got all the way out here, because you and I have talked about it, how, even in the age of the internet, it's almost interesting how we've gone kind of back to the 70s and 80s of how regional the different mm-hmm. promotions can be and how regional talent can be. So sometimes... Yeah. Like, I, I truly feel that y- you were one of those kind of secrets that had been kept one, you know, as, and it only got got as far as like the Mississippi and then past there. People just kind of didn't know, except for, right. you know, the guys who watch everything like me and Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> I mean, let's call it what it is. We're big old fucking nerds that just love this shit. And uh, aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is that I, I always I always wonder why people call each other marks. And I'm just like, you know, the, the people all who are. get involved in the business, you know, aren't, aren't aren't they the biggest? Aren't we the biggest marks of all?
2: Of course we are. The guys in the business are the biggest marks. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just I it, it just was weird to me how you get to like that, that delineation of the country and more people don't know and that's why I love IWTV so much and have been putting it over especially right, right now uh, especially right now oh, yeah. with the backlog they have and the fact that people can go and watch this stuff um, if you had recommendations because I know there's a million and one codes right now for either three free weeks yeah. or a full month like what are, what are a handful of matches that you know that are readily available there that you would immediately go watch that one
2: uh, well, it's not even so much matches. It's really at this point in time, it's just promotions that are really putting out good stuff. But like we said before, everything tends to get a little regional. So sometimes you don't know because no one's really like said anything to you. Um, so excuse my bias here, but here we go. Um, out of, <laughs> out of, it, out of Atlanta, um, there's two promotions that are just huge. Um, you have Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, um, which is just like really just the heart and soul of Atlanta. Um, they put out really good stuff, bringing in really good talent, and even the talent of their of their is really, really good. Um, then you have, uh, what's called action wrestling, which is on the outskirts of Atlanta, but even still just a, it, just great. Just, they're one of the guys who actually, if I come back to Georgia, I go wrestle for them. Um, nice. I have, have a handful of matches over there, so I'll, you know, very cheap blood. Um, <laughs> Then outside of that, you go like to Tennessee, you have Southern Underground Pro, you have a uh, total wrestling uh, entertainment, TWE out of Chattanooga, Primetime Pro Wrestling out of DC, um, Flying V out of Maryland, Crab Wrestling out of Virginia, you know, uh, um, trying to think. There's so many. Oh, there's, there's so many. Now it's like, it's absolutely crazy. But I've been mean, like up and down the East Coast, like that's, that's what it is. But even places that I've never been before, such as like Freelance out of Chicago, you have St. Louis Anarchy out of, well, St. Louis, you know, stuff like that. Like there's, there's so much wrestling that if you're out in the West Coast and you may not get a chance to hear of just because, well, it's not, and you know, it's not in your wheelhouse. Of course not. It's, no one's faulting you for but it is what it is. You know, it like give, give some of these guys like a shot trust me like they'll they'll blow your mind oh, this guy's here this is great and who knows you like you may even find like your next favorite wrestler like O'Shea edwards who knows what you might find
1: (laughs) um man you you working in freelance would be so fucking cool i really (laughs) really want that now it how did how it never occurred to me to the minute like you and that and that promotion were mentioned in the same sentence i was like yeah (laughs) <laughs> I'm 100% on board with that. Let's make that happen.
2: Uh, dude, I'm trying to make all the grabs happen. You kidding me? I want to wrestle everywhere.
1: Absolutely. Um, man, I I could talk to you forever about all of this stuff, but I know that you, <laughs> you have time limits and things on this, so I'm going to hit you with some rapid-fire stuff. We're going to start with a little bit of non-wrestling first, because Sounds good. there's an unspoken thing between you and I. Because you yeah. are a Yankees fan.
2: Yes, sir. I made, it, I made
1: it very clear where I grow up. I am a massive. Mm-hmm. Dudley, Massachusetts through and through. Ugh. Go Red Sox. The,
2: the worst accent in the world. Oh.
1: Well, you'll you'll <laughs> notice you'll notice I'm not a heathen and I am classically educated, so I have this non regional news anchor diction.
2: And that's but, and that's why we that's why we get along. <laughs>
1: But seven-year-old me talked like this all the time, when we went to Fenway Park, and we went to the Garden, and saw the Saliva oh, series oh back in the day, God. and it was fucking pisser.
0: Oh,
2: that, <laughs> that, 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 that fucking that Hyundai commercial kills me. I oh, hear it, and I'm going to throw my remote through my oh, TV. It's it's
1: every scumbag I ever grew up around, all at once.
2: Ugh, oh, it, it's, oh. ugh.
1: <laughs> so... Now, if if you are starting – because I know what my answer is. Like if you're starting an all-time Yankee team, as much as that just made me mm-hmm. throw up in my mouth a little bit, who's first?
2: <laughs> it's okay.
1: Who, who's the number one Derek draft Jeter. pick? D- Derek Jeter. Ugh.
2: Hands down. Ugh. Hands down. Oh, come on. Come on. Listen. it, it Come on. It's Derek Jeter.
1: It's Derek Jeter. That yeah, biracial angle. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Hey, man. I always thought he was a red ass. I always thought he was hey. – always showing his ass
2: hey if you were Derek jeter you show your ass too all right if i was Derek jeter oh you 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 know it's top to bottom
1: (laughs) okay okay i i guess i guess i can get with that um (laughs) see i feel like my answer is a slam dunk too it's there's only one and it's the best hitter of all time it's theodore williams
2: i'm not mad at that I'm not mad at that at all. But see, now – and I'm, I'm a I'm – a, I grew up with the Yankees coming – like, I was born in New York. And that's only that, like – when I moved to Atlanta, I only got, like, limited – limited access because everything was, like, the Braves. Ugh. But, like <laughs>
0: – yeah,
2: you know, just, but, like, still, like, you know, Tito Martinez, you know, stuff like that. Like, I, I – I like, rival Mondesi, stuff like that. Like, even when the Yankees sucked, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, Yankees, yeah, let's go. You know, so – but I – but until like i could really get a grasp on like what baseball like was you know like it was at that time it was just you know you know the Derek jeters you know the aaron boones the mariano oh riveras god. and pettits you, you know what i'm saying like my stuff house like
1: house and you say the name aaron boone in my house aaron, aaron fucking boone oh my god
0: <laughs>
2: I remember the paper the next day was Aaron Bleep and Boone. I uh, it oh. makes me laugh every single time. Let, and let's be real. Jesus. And you know how many times like the Yankees have broken like the Red Sox heart? And how many times the Red Sox have like like wrecked yeah? You guys were down three games to nothing. And I had to watch four games like we're gonna give this series away. And sure shit, gave the whole series away. And I still I'm still mad at that. To this day, I'm still mad at it.
1: I gotta be real with you. I gotta be we real with, with you. I could have stopped watching baseball at that moment and never watched another game again. <laughs> I watched it again. And I was it's, like, it's this was not the bag. Ugh. Ugh. It was like the joy I felt with, for Daniel Bryan at the end of that WrestleMania. Multiply that by about ten. And that was me Dude, that was baseball, me in two
2: thousand four. Baseball didn't exist, bro. Baseball didn't. It's like I refuse to acknowledge this. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge this. This is this is not happening. It happened, but I was like, no, this is horseshit.
1: <laughs> the Aaron Boone thing almost broke me for good, though. I, I have to be real with you. Oh, that dude. It, oh, oh.
2: I always call it Yankee magic. It's always Yankee magic. Oh, like is that voodoo? That voodoo Yankee magic, man.
1: It, it is voodoo. I was just about to say it. It is voodoo.
2: <laughs> it is voodoo. It is some Papa yes. shango bullshit. Yeah, did, if that's the case, let's go ahead and sacrifice a chicken somewhere. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Whoever's like, cutting up them it, chickens, keep cutting them up.
1: It literally 2004 felt like getting to the top of Mount Doom and finally throwing the ring in.
2: Yes, yes. That's what that uh, felt like. Oh, man. I, oh.
1: Fucking 86 years about- of walking to a fucking volcano.
2: Yeah, we don't we don't talk about we don't talk about that serious in this house. <laughs> we don't talk about it in this house.
1: <laughs> Man, but I just I just remember I think the most vivid thing for for me with that rivalry and I think that's the one thing we can agree on is anybody else Anytime anybody else tries to say, "Oh well, Duke versus North Carolina is the greatest rivalry in sports," or the Packers uh. versus the Bears, the greatest rivalry in sports, I'm just and we're we all collectively are like, "Get your head out of your ass."
2: Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, really. It's, it's it's that like Yankees Red Sox will always transcend sports. because so here's the thing: New York Boston and anything will always transcend sports. Correct, always. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, cause it, it, goes, it crosses football. It crosses hockey. It crosses baseball and basketball. You know, mm. it, it, it does because you can always pinpoint a game. Let's be real. Like, we all knew that if Eli and, if Eli ever it was in the Super Bowl against Tom, we all knew how this was going to go down. You just oh. knew like shit ugh. exactly and i'm not a giants fan but i can admit that like oh boy this is gonna be rough <laughs> this is gonna be a rough go you Gross. know like the knicks the, the knicks and the celtics the rangers you know the rangers and the bruins like you you just you knew you 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 just you just knew like man this is gonna get rough <laughs> every,
1: is, they every just one of them gets
2: ugly. oh yeah 30% every 30% one of them gets ugly 30%. and i grew up
1: on it and, yeah i uh,
0: love it yeah.
1: man man I'm I'm just picturing like every hockey fight I've watched in a in a Bruins Ranger setting now, and every one of them is just like (laughs) nasty,
2: nasty. Yeah, oh man, just oh. And moving up here, like me and my wife, we've just became like real big hockey, like not saying real big hockey fans, but we've become like hockey fans. And I'm like, I'm about this, like I'm about this life right here.
1: How many? Uh, how many of the live games have you gone to? Because it's weird. I've had this two. argument for we've, a long we've, time. Two so far. Nice. Yeah, we've
2: gone to two so far, and we've loved every single one of them.
1: Nice. I grew up. Um, one of one of the main things my dad did, you know, besides being in the the military, once he got out, he was trying to find what he was good at. He. Uh, He ran security for uh, the Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts uh, before it became the DCI Center. So we had the AAA affiliate for the St. Louis Blues. So I think I was almost at every home game that year doing my homework, watching hockey live. And I've I've been a fan ever since, so I can't get enough of it. And I feel even with the current technology that television doesn't capture hockey quite right, even still in 2020.
2: You gotta go to a live game, man. It's just yes. not the same. Yes. Oh, like we refuse to go. We refuse to like. I can't watch it on TV. Like I'm not yep. watching this on TV. Like I, I'm going to a game. Like I have to go to a game.
1: Yeah, the, the closest thing you're gonna get to a good experience watching on TV is hockey night in Canada, and unless you got one of those like crazy tricked out dishes, which why would anybody have that yeah. when everybody's yeah, traveling?
2: Why would yeah? Why would you have that? So, but yeah, so far, man, yeah, being a hockey fan, me and my wife have been like,
1: all right, yeah, we can do
2: this. This is what's up.
1: So, being in the D.M.V., does that make you a Capitals fan?
2: Well, because it's the first game. It's the only two games we've been to. Yeah, and we've really enjoyed it. Like, I, and hockey I, I, fans in general, like, they were some of the nicest people I've ever met. Granted, yes. if he was like, "Don't go to Philly," and I'm like, "Don't worry, I wasn't gonna," you know, but, um. <laughs> Like our first game we went to, there was a family behind us, and they kind of looked at us like, "Hey, is this your first game?" And we're like, "Yeah," and they immediately took us in. Like, amazing. This is what this this is what this is. This what this every penalty this is what this means. This is what this means. Oh yeah, this happened. This happened. I'm like, amazing. So like, my wife has a hockey boyfriend, which I'm like, whatever. So, um, you know, she she enjoys it, you know, all this stuff. So we're gonna make plans. We're gonna make plans to go again soon once all this stuff blows over. But, you know as it stands, like if we're gonna go to something live, we're gonna go to hockey. We have a good time.
1: I love it. I love it. I. It's it is one of those sports. I mean, it's so weird how manners. I think it's because it's a Canadian game, that you know manners and looking out for people play through it. Even in the fights, you hear stories about guys like apologizing for you know if they think they have bad breath during a fight, or there's very specific <laughs> rules of engagement, <laughs> or yeah, and. I uh, one of my stopovers before I finally landed home here in L.A. was, uh, you know, living in Phoenix and had a friend who was a coyote season ticket holder and used to take me and his family of regulars immediately took me in and I could like not go to a game till the next season. And they all remembered me and be like, Jack, hey, what's up? And, you know, we were right, right behind one of the goals. It was great.
2: Yeah, yeah we always sit we always sit behind uh, behind home ice. And we just have an absolute field day.
1: Nice. Nice. Uh, is, is Ovechkin still just scary good in person? Kill
2: it. Killing it. The last game we went to was in January. He scored a hat trick. And oh. I never laughed so hard in my life at, at a hat trick because it's one thing to see it. But to be there and see this tidal wave of hats that come flying onto the ice – yeah. I am just screaming laughing because every time, every time the, the ice, the, the ring crew actually get the hats off, another tidal wave of hats would show up. And I, Amazing. I just laugh. So as we're, as I'm watching, there's just rub, somebody brings in a rubber chicken. How you bring a rubber chicken in? Don't know. Have no idea. And it started in upper deck and it kind of flew down and they couldn't quite get on the ice. So every time there's a rubber chicken, you see it fly in the air, get caught by the net, bounce. So everybody's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, and another tidal wave of hats. And then you see the chicken again, ah, oh, ah, oh, nothing. And then finally that thing cleared the net, made it to the ice, and that place lost it. And I am beside myself in tears, laughing so hard over a rubber fucking chicken. Never Amazing. had a, I never laughed so hard in my life.
1: Gritty only wishes he could get that kind of reaction.
2: <laughs> over a rubber chicken
1: absolutely yeah you big orange carpet i pulled your card what are you gonna do about it
2: yeah, no, he's gonna sit oh uh, he's gonna kill you you're gonna see it tonight
1: i mean i i mean i'm i'm pretty bored i got nothing but time on my hands i'm i'm yeah. throwing around kettlebells i'm you know you got me started towards the gotch bible which i don't know if i should thank Oof. you or curse you i mean okay Both. let's let's go there Let's, let's talk about the, the god-slash-demon of Peroresu, Carl Gotch, and the curse on the world that is the Gotch Bible.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, man, that's something we do in the dojo, like, every—literally before every—before we get started. Like, that's our warm-up. And I—I I, I, I I can't really say I leak, because that's not the right word. I just pour once it's all said and done. And then we have to do everything else, and it's been, it's been so ingrained in us, you know. It's just like, this is what we do, and it's just like, oh, so gym's closed. Well, I got a deck of cards, and I have this god awful gosh Bible, so I guess I'm doing this today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, it's uh, yeah, it's it's brutal, and y- you educated me because I didn't realize where that came from, because right? The military people that I grew up around because of my dad, they would they would have something that was pretty much identical. They're like, oh, that's the playing card workout or that's this. And like, you know, when we're on assignment somewhere, we can't go anywhere. This is what we do. And I'm just like, oh, man. And, and as soon as you said it was Carl Gotch, I'm just like, of course. Carl Gotch is yeah. a man who came up with 500 different ways to, like, hurt you and then feel good about himself afterwards for doing it.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> it is. Right. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'll be doing tomorrow.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Um, going off of that, you know, I I know you have a love for anime, you have a love for for Peroresu and all this stuff like that. Who are the guys that you look to uh, for inspiration? You know, both past and present. Where maybe maybe not taking something wholes- wholesale, but kind of like an attitude or a feeling or something like that, who do you look to
2: um, a lot of it really was stan hansen and steve yes. williams um they they were just they were just the the immediate the immediate go to guys um that 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 i went for because it wasn't so much a new japan thing for me it was always always all japan and the funny thing is like a lot of guys you see big guys and you think that You know that big guys can't go, and I tell people all the time. I was like, I tell you what, man, go find an all Japan heavyweight all Japan match, and tell me one that doesn't go at least that that's under twelve minutes. Like I dare you, like Mm. you can't. Those guys went. Those guys went for time, and then and then on top of that, when they went for time, man, they were just like they were just they they knew what they were doing. It was great. Um. Most most recently, most recently, um, I've been really pulling from um, Takashi Morishima. Um, yes, that dude's a tank. That dude's a tank. Just that, this is the only way I could put it. That guy's an absolute like tank. And and watching a move like the guy moved with such purpose. Like if I step here, it's because I'm stepping here for a reason. I'm, you know, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that, and I loved it. You know, so this this is some of the stuff that they've kind of like given me. It's like, hey, we need you. I need you start looking at this guy because of you've remind me of this. I think this will work for you. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sure. And I think I saw like one match, and I'm like, I'm sold. (laughs) Like I'm in, cool. Um, so for me, like anytime because of these, like some of these, it's just the tip of the iceberg, really. When I see these guys, like they don't just throw something to throw it. These guys are throwing something because they're trying to hurt somebody. And really, when I throw something, uh, there's 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 evil intent behind it. Like, hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm coming to knock your head off because, well, it's what I want to do, you know. And so it's just it was just one of those things of where I'm like, all right, cool. If this is going to be my thing. I'm here for it, you know? So it, it's it's one of the things where everybody wants to be a big man until it's time to do what big man's got to do. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ugh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, I'm so glad you mentioned All Japan because I have been in huge All Japan mode lately. Um, I shot the High mm-hmm. Spots sale trying to help bail them out. And everybody listening, I implore you to do the same. They're having a huge sale right now. Please help them dig out of the hole from the WrestleCon cancellation at HighSpots.com. Oh. Um yeah, I just got the Tenru box set and I am getting nice. and uh I've been watching uh a lot I already had their Kobashi one and the Masaba one. Uh have you been watching Walking mm-hmm. the King's Road on YouTube?
2: No, but I need to. It's on it's on the list of things I need oh. to watch just because well, I have time now. So <laughs> <laughs> there's I have a backlog of stuff like I need to watch. I just really haven't Absolutely up until really recently. Cool haven't you got a chance to sit down and watch now? Well, I've got like a month or two. So it's just like, yeah, right. let's go ahead and knock that out.
1: It's, I, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, ever since, uh, Chris came out here for my birthday party at the end of February and introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. I've just been absolutely enthralled by it. Like can't wait yeah. till the next one comes up. Uh, just so many characters in there. Hanson included. And I'm so glad you man- mentioned Hanson. And cause I'm, A huge fan of him and Brody. That might be my favorite tag team of all time. It's either him. Yeah. But it's Yeah. yeah, yeah, pair of them. Oh, go ahead.
2: No, I was like, yeah, like big boy tag teams are my favorite. Yes. (laughs) It's just big boy tag teams. I'm just like, mm this is going to suck for somebody (laughs) and they just didn't care they were just like we're gonna gonna hurt somebody today and i'm like yo that's my aesthetic like let's hurt somebody today (laughs) like yes of course let's hurt somebody i'm here for this
1: absolutely and i i love the pair of them um i know i've I've gotten to talk at, at length with um Folks on here, um, most specifically, uh, Joseph Samuel from Contra, who did a lot of time in Puerto Rico and the places where Bo- Brody wrestled and unfortunately was mm-hmm. murdered and who uh, – through him, I met Stan Hansen a couple of years ago. And, nice. you know, giant dude, sweet dude, um, confirmed can't see without his glasses. So I would never have wanted to take <sighs> a lariat from him, not for a million dollars. No. Not for uh, a million
2: bucks. A million bucks. You can do a lot with a million bucks nowadays.
1: Can you fix a broken jaw and a clavicle for under a million bucks?
2: Yeah, I'm sure. You can probably Craigslist it
1: Oh, man. But, um, yeah. So, that definitely, the All Japan Gaijin are, are definitely my thing. Uh, those yes. guys, the Funks, Miracle Violence Connection. Um,. Yeah, if you're ever in the market for that stuff, Violent Miracle's been on the show like a dozen times, and he he makes quite a few of those things. He just made that awesome Dr. Death shirt, the, uh, the UWF wearer oh. one. Yes. Oh. I have way too many shirts from all of my travels, but you're, you're damn right you that can, I bought you can, one you can of never, those you can,
2: never, you can never have enough shirts. Oh, by the way, speaking of shirts, yours is, I'm sending yours out Tuesday.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, thank yeah, you so yeah. much. I, yes. I, I was
2: I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if all the post offs are gonna be open, but apparently they are somewhat like, because cool, the I have a box of shirts I was gonna sell sell WrestleMania. Well, we all know how well that worked out. So yeah. I have a bunch of pre orders that I have to send out. Um so yeah, your your shirt I gotta go ahead and get that taken care of too. So yeah, it's in there. I just gotta send it off.
1: This is as good a time as any then. I'm glad you mentioned that to go ahead and Second. you know Sell your wares, like put yourself out there. I mean, you've definitely got your merch game. Definitely stepped up. the The one that I bought is not only my favorite of the designs that has come come from you so far. It's one of the best designs in the entire game right now.
2: Yeah. So, by uh, the way, I, yeah. I actually stepped up and actually bought a. Uh, I bought another design from him, too. So I'm waiting for that to come. <laughs> he's he's gonna. Yes. I commissioned him to do it for me. Um. So yeah, merch wise, man. So it's um. I'm one, I actually love these guys. I use whatamaneuver.net. I absolutely love these guys. These guys have been down like, literally like four, four flats on the Cadillac. These guys have been down since day one. Um, they've taken really good care of me, you know, all that good stuff. They, they, some of, some of their, some of their, uh, we don't, I don't use that gilding shit. <laughs>
0: Thank
2: you know, you. I use next level, I use next level shirts and next level shirts are just the best. Um, so, you know, if you buy X large for me, guess what? It's going to be an extra large. When you wash it the next day, guess what? It's going to be an extra large, man. You can wash it as many times as you want to, you know? And, and I can't, this will be an on it, but it, it adds five pounds of muscle. Results may vary,
0: but it's going to look <laughs> good on you, bro.
2: You know? So, but yeah, everything's watermaneuver.net backslash O'Shea Edwards. I have like six or seven shirts out there. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, pick one up. Um, and that, it's more than just t-shirts, man. Like you want a hoodie, you get a hoodie. You want a long sleeve, you want a baseball tee. You want, you want your, you want your toddler to rep, you know, rep, rep a kaiju on that thing. Dude, we got that too, bro. Because I get down like that. I, O'Shea loves the kids. Um, so, you know, now I, like the shirt that you have, I, and I actually turned that into a poster. So I do have like 11 by like 15 posters, nice. um, of uh, that made unless I eight by tens. I just got aboard the, uh, Pollyanna train. Which I absolutely adore. Um, the new WrestleMania shirt that I have, that's going to probably going to turn into a pen, uh, pen as well. Uh, once, you know, everything gets settled down. Um, so yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy actually like getting the merch game together. Believe it or not, like this big shout out to carry off Nick Iggy. Like those are the guys who, who really got me in the right minds, the business mindset of, um, you know, of how to really get, you, you're merged together. A lot of a lot of people out here now. They're they 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 are they know how to wrestle, but they don't know how to treat themselves like a business. Wrestling is a business, man. Every every slap deck around here knows how to wrestle, but are you a business? You know, um, talking to those guys really really got me in the right frame of mind of how you approach this. You know, how you maximize your time, and how, how you maximize your money, and where to go, how to do this, how to do that. So without those guys, man, they're the business of Ocean Edwards isn't as profitable as it is even even in a slowdown, you know? I mean, even in the midst of a slowdown, I'm still, you know, I'm not making as much money as I was before, but I'm still making enough to, all right, well, that, the pot was a little heavier, so I'll take that, you know? So yeah. I tell people all the time, like, you know, because I treat this like a business, I'm very serious about it, you know? I'm fun-loving and everything, man, but you're going to call me on my phone, hit me in the DMs about, hey, we're going to bring you in. I tell people with almost like that. Be about your business because I'm going to be about mine.
1: One hundred percent. You know, you can love something, and you know, have that be your life's passion, but you can still make that point of going. You know what? I've got to eat. My family has to eat, and I'm I'm still providing for them. So exactly. yes, I love this, but yes, we're we're going to have a serious discussion.
2: Oh, most definitely. M- most definitely.
1: No, I, I, really, I really admire that, and I uh, – shout out to the Carnies. Um, those guys are all heart. Yes. I adore them. I wish I saw them out here more often, to be quite honest. One one they or two bar so. wrestlings is not enough. <laughs>
2: not enough. Never enough. You can never get enough Carnies.
1: So, uh, no, I'm, I'm always glad to hear that, and yes, you're right. Those are guys that should be in the same sentence – with with you with the four of you that I mentioned earlier, quite honestly, and that I feel like in yeah. in ways they've really helped push this forward and gone to work a lot of places and really really kind of focused on it. It's it's so interesting because it's like in almost in some ways it's almost like what's old is new again, in that. Mm-hmm. The guys, everybody can go. Yeah, uh, the vast majority can go. But those of you that are breaking out, like all those names, you know, you have clearly defined characters. They have motivations. It's no different. I compare it to how is it any different from Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker and going, this is what the Joker would do in this situation or that situation.
2: You're You're absolutely right. Yes, absolutely correct.
1: And the fact that you guys inhabit those characters and it feels like you can immediately drop in, and it's just, oh yeah, I'm I'm O'Shea Edwards, and if you did that to my face, I would kick the fuck out of you.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that. I I personally think yeah. that's that's great. And but here's that, the thing: it,
2: that's 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 who it is to a T. Like you know, you you step to me like, well, get ready because you know, hey, like, clench your, clinch yourself because here I come. Like I'm, I'm gonna knock you out. Because I have to like pfft, I didn't come this far for me not to knock you out. And then like you see guys like that like was like the carnies and, and all that stuff like as soon as they walk in the door, you know what they're about. I love it. I, 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 I love it. Like everybody wants to be an ass kicker, but I'm like, all right, that's great, dude. Give me something. Give me something more than just you being an ass kicker. Like what else you got? Or oh, 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 is that the depth that's the depth of you you know what i'm saying well if that's the case man i got i got a plastic cup that has more depth than that but you know it is what it is
1: yeah yeah absolutely and it's the now is more like the stuff that i grew up on you know now just having hit my mid-30s as of last month ugh, and <laughs> um the, the guys I grew up on, everybody was clearly defined, and it wasn't this cookie-cutter thing that we kind of ran into in the mid-2000s where there was only one game in town. And everybody was like a 6'4 white dude with tattoos that weighed 250 to 270 pounds. It's – Right. There's, there's variety again, and there's just this cornucopia of personalities again. And it's just – and with the most interesting stuff, there's no two that are alike. Nobody's ever going to mistake you for, for example, just because you're a big dude, nobody's going to ever mistake you for a black Taurus or a Jeff Cobb, because the motivations that, are different. Right. And I and I love that.
2: I, I there, now you do have a few jack wagons. It's like, oh, you look like so and so. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, like there is. There's only one mate. There will only be one me. They will, you know, like that. Like what you just said, like that is I, I love the fact that it's like, OK, what O'Shea does, man, that's that's him to a T. No one else because no one else can tell me how to be me, but me. Hmm. And anybody's like, no one to tell me I'm doing it wrong. If that makes you know, it's like, oh, you doing it wrong? Now get out of here. Get me like, who are you <laughs> like? Tell me who tell me who else is doing it. Oh, nobody. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, based on that and the fact that we have just the box of crayons has expanded out to like 256 colors minimum.
2: That's right. At this point. With the sharp with the sharpener on the box.
1: Oh man, two sharpeners.
2: Two sharp, that's right. Two sharpeners. That's how
1: deep we're rolling right now. That's it. Who who's on your list? Who have you not gotten to yet that you're just dying to lock up with? Uh
2: singles wise, it it, it'll be John Davis one. Um, nice Jake something. I want a, I want a singles match with Jake. Um, B boy. I always won a single match with B boy.
1: Oh, I um, love Benny.
2: Yeah, I love Benny. Uncle Benny's my dude. Um, Daniel Macabe just because it's such a different, yes. such a different style, and I'm sorry. Like, I just want to see how. I I don't know how good I am unless I get a chance to stack up against everyone else. It's just just that's 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 kind of how I roll you know I uh I had the opportunity to wrestle against Chris Bay, Chris Bay before that kind of fell through so I, I want that back again you know um God, dude I can do this absolutely all day long <laughs> go, go um, as long as you want
1: it's your time
2: yeah man like guys like Calvin Tateman, I love a singles match with Calvin Tateman, who's killing it out out in Indianapolis and, and all that good stuff um oh boy Now, now, of course, now I'm sitting here thinking about this. It's like, great. But no, like, uh, Darius Carter. I mean, Darius, yeah, Darius Carter is one of them. Um, yeah, like we've worked, we got a chance to work together, you know, but now it's like, okay, cool. I see what he can do. You know, now I want to see what he's got against me just because I'm just a sucker for that, for that, for that type of stuff because that's. What I like to do, that stuff, you know, I, I like to test myself. I want to see where I stack up against, you know, like the, the guys who, who are the best. I want to stack up against them. There's Lockhart. Like, come on. You know, to me, there's Lockhart has always been that guy in the mid Atlantic, you know, and that, well, I was supposed to have that in April, but Thanos decided otherwise. So there's, you know, there, there goes that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um and so now I'm have like I have like this map in my head against like guys I want to wrestle against now I'm like because I know I'm going to miss somebody but eh it, it, it is it is what it is you know it's no big deal um
1: I was I was sitting and thinking about it the other day because because of ROH and you know past versus present I was like there's one present guy and one past guy that I'm like oh man these could conceivably happen for O'Shea and right. for for the present you versus Jeff Cobb. Not yeah, I, without even blinking.
2: Actually, I – as much as I love Jeff Cobb, I want Dan even more.
1: Whoa. Oh, God. So did you watch the match with him and Dickinson where they just full-on, like, clobbered each other in the head with, like, yes. unprotected chairs? Holy shit. That's,
2: yeah. That type that type of stuff is like what I what I really what I really want. You know, like I want Dan Math, I want Jeff Cobb, I want Taylor, I want Chris Dickinson. You know, like these are the guys that I want because I want to. I, at the end of the day, I don't want somebody to come up to me goes, oh, well, he's not as good as blank. No, no, no. When I step into the ring, I want everybody to know that O'Shea can go with anybody, any time, any day, given the circumstances, no big deal. And not only will he keep up, but he will set the pace, just because it's just what I do. I get better when my competition is the is better, you know. For those, and if anybody wants to take this as a dig, as oh, you know, I wrestle somebody who's not as talented. They, they, take that for what it is. But when you step into the ring with me, either, you know, you, you either you just know what's up. And, you know, and then you gotta step up, you'd step up, step off simple simple as that.
1: No, I love it. I love it. It's, it's something. Yeah. And I think people mistake, that's a common thing. People mistake self-confidence for arrogance and it's like, no, it's like, I know what I can do. I'm sure of myself. Put me in this situation. Let me go to work for you and let me show you what I can do.
2: Right. And and we're going to transition this thing so easily now. That's my thing <laughs> when I go to someplace new, like, let's say, California, most for 90% of the California had no clue who I am. That's fine. I'm not even faulting them for it. I'm not saying, how dare you? How dare you not know who I am? Because maybe that's just one of the things. Maybe that's on me where I haven't done enough to to put myself out there for you for, for them to know who I am. But it always comes down to those who just like, man, give me the opportunity to go out there and show my ass, and I promise you, you will not regret it. But it always comes down to give me the opportunity first. Give me the opportunity, and we'll see, and and watch me. You'll want to bring me back.
1: I I, I truly believe so. Like dream scenario, you and Eric Stevens get it in the Globe Theater, like put it in my veins.
2: I, I actually I, Eric Stevens is on that short list as well. Yes. He's always uh, he's always, always
1: been on that shortlist. I'm so thrilled for him that he's going to stick around because the profound sadness I felt when when his retirement match was snatched away from him like that. Yes, you know, I was I was bummed for everybody, but I just felt this extra level of sadness. For, so the fact that when it comes back, he's going to stick around. and He's going to stick around till he can't do it anymore, and he's gonna he's gonna make up for that time. I'm I'm just. A really good dude and i'm really happy for him and i cannot wait to you two just beat the snot out of each other
2: <laughs> uh, if, if it means anything i'm already putting in somebody's ear like hey yes! what's it gonna take what's it gonna take to make this happen
1: <laughs> it's like it's like rick flair handcuffing himself to the ring you want my jacket it's yours you want my it's, shoes yeah. they're yours
2: they're yours and so like a lot of it's like what do I need to do? Like, what do I need to do to make to make this happen? You know, so it's it's just one of those things of where um, you know, I'm, I'm really that I really want that. I really really want that. Uh,
1: man, I just you know, as as we go along with all the different varieties, the the variety, the the flavor that I've been gravitating more often to recently as that go to is very much, you know, to to quote. To, to quote a uh, a big man who did a soliloquy on it earlier uh, in the month, I gravitate to big, meaty men slapping meat.
2: Slapping, that's what I want. <laughs> I need my classics. classics.
1: You want your work, right? Not me. Not me.
2: I want two meaty men, men. slapping meat. Yes.
1: <laughs> big muscles. <laughs> bumping meat. Just, bumping meat. <laughs> you talk about work right bump that
2: bump that oh that's that's that, to this day, that's gonna, that's gonna go down in, that's gonna go down It forever
1: promo of the year and it wasn't even uh, on tv wasn't
2: even promo wasn't even a promo that's the best part
1: oh my god oh my god amazing but uh as we wrap up here because i i could talk all day and uh we we have to do this again i don't know when or sure. uh, but I, I humbly request that we do a part two.
2: Of course. Hands down.
1: So, um, and I hope you had a great time. And I want to wrap up by giving you the floor so you can tell people one more time where they can buy the merch, where they can book you, where they can watch you, all of that good stuff. Because I, I truly believe that as long as, we, uh, as long as we flatten the curve, we're going to come out of this sooner rather than later.
2: Yes. Um, so for those who don't know, um, like I said, you can, you can get my merch on net backslash O'Shea Edwards. All of my shirts are there. All of the different type of apparel that you made. You don't want a t-shirt. Okay. You want a tank top, all that good stuff, man. Go ahead and get one of those. Like I said, they may even put five pounds of muscle on you. Results may vary. Kind of depends on who you are. Um, Booking wise, man, um, you can you can either hit me up on Facebook, hit me on Twitter. I'm kind of active. I try to stay active as possible. Um, you can also email me if that's more your flavor. You know, book 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 all day at gmail.com. Um, I don't do resumes anymore. Instead, I'd rather give people dropbox links. You know, whole dropbox links full of promo pictures, videos, promos. You know, whatever you need, I I got it for you. I can give it to you. Um. Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's Osha Edwards. All my promos, any, all of some of the new matches that I can kind of get uh, are, are there as well. Like, California, holler at me. Texas, holler at me. Chicago, yeah, come talk to the dude, man. Like, you know, Portland, Seattle, like, Washington, Canada. Like Mexico, you know what the fuck, man? Like, what are you waiting for? You know, I'm ready, I'm trying. I'm waiting for you to make this happen. You know, let, let's let's come, let's get out there, and let's see what happens. Let's make it work. I can do anything and everything that you want. You know, except like a four fifty. I'm not doing that. But you know, it is what it is. Um, I know your you moon
1: salt's pretty sick,
2: brother. You got to pay for that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy, that's <laughs> going oh, to cost you. That's
1: that's made made, that's, that's,
2: that's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, that's that's the collective O'Shea right there. You only get that once a year, you know, but, you know, like, don't yeah, don't don't be afraid. Reach out. Talk to your boy. Let's make something happen, man. I'm um, I'm the best thing you I'm the best big man that you've never heard of yet. At the last primetime show, I was really showing my ass and I said, I'm the biggest and baddest free agent on on, on the market. So come holler at me, you know, come holler at me before somebody else does. And by the time that happens, it's going to be too late. And then it's really going to cost you. <laughs>
1: You know, last I checked, uh, we we are still in the midst of a uh, of a bidding war, and everybody's buying up contracts and taking sides right now. It, it could be too late sooner rather than later.
2: Exactly. You know what I'm saying. So you know, come on, let's get it. Like I said, Absolutely. only 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 thing that's going only thing stopping you is space and opportunity. I'm just waiting on you.
1: There it is. There it is. So, um, yeah, I. Cannot recommend enough. Please go watch this man, IWTV, especially right now. Everybody's got some time on their hands. There are codes out there that will give you either 20 or 30 free days, as the case may be. Can't recommend it enough. Flying V, Primetime Pro, Subgraps. Just there's a litany, a sea of choices at your fingertips. Plephera.
2: Yeah, yes. if you <laughs>
1: Uh, would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? Yes, uh,
2: a plethora of piñatas. <laughs> a plethora of pequeño piñatas. There you go. <laughs>
1: there it is. There it is. But yeah, the choices are Spanish yours. Right <laughs> Three amigos reference. Five people will get yeah, that, and I'm it. fine with that.
2: <laughs> that's fine. Eventually, we're trying to get the podcast out to one person. Like one person gets the reference. Like that's my target audience right there.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is my brand of comedy right there. Um, But (laughs) again, I can't say enough good things about where you've been, what you're doing, what you're going to do. um, And I really hope that this gets you out to a wider audience. I already can't wait to do it again, and we haven't even wrapped up yet. Uh, So thank you very much for, for your time and for coming on today.
2: Well, dude, thank you, man. Stuff like this is still, like I say, it's still humbling. Like to me, I'm just a, I'm just a dude. Yeah, I'm just a dude who just who dresses up and and tries to beat people up. So for like, you know, so for like, to for even get the opportunity to come on here and do this type of stuff, man, it's still humbling to me. So if anybody should be thanking anybody, it should be me thanking you.
1: Not a problem. I mean, this is this is what I love to do. I love pro wrestling. I love to be involved with it any way that I can. So. For a, a dude that gets to, you know, travel and sling merch and and do interviews and and hype people up, that's that's what I want. I I it's it's the old Boy Scout rule where I do want to leave this better than I found it, and I think Exactly. I feel like we're doing a really good job so far, and I feel like as long as we keep supporting each other, especially during a time like this, that uh, it's gonna get stronger. Most definitely. So. Yeah, and in, in the meantime, uh, you can follow my silly adventures. Uh, most of them are me wearing different lucha masks at home as I slowly lose my mind right now. Um, <laughs> at Captain Jack Heartless on Instagram, at Jack Heartless on Twitter, and also uh, Man in the Ones and Twos at Lapel Gap yeah, on Twitter, slinging you some of that awesome merch goodness. In this case, from Ring of Honor, uh, with all the new, uh, with all the new throwback gear that we got there. Um, Party like it's 2006 and Samoa Joe's still kicking fools in the head. Look your best. (laughs) But until next time, for my guest, O'Shea Edwards, this is Captain Jack Heartless saying thank you very much and keep sailing. Oh, and wash your hands.
2: It's important to practice good hygiene At least if you want to run with my team I'm about to get into some s- that I've seen It's fool's breath, I'm in so bad, it'll melt your ice cream They say don't say nothing if you can't say nice things Sitting too close to him my board like my eyes sting I tried to be subtle, hand him a stick of gum I was a victim of breath on him um. Running his yap about what sent he from Gotta get some gum, gotta get him some He turned it down, his teeth was brown Excruciating, boring, it was a new sensation I had to ask the dope to pass the soap. Cause his coat had to stitch the crustaceans or bathrooms in the bus station. He had a can of OE and some raisins. Amazing. Head the Tobio, he didn't know. Used to the fragrance, just as the days went without bathing. He felt manly and not like a maiden. He and fungus, steady work on people's toilets with plungers. Girls, not the guy you will put the tongue, yeah. So, guys, take your cue from this little number. You gotta wash your oof. If you must, you gotta wash your hair. If you must, you gotta wash your teeth. If you must, or else you be poked. Yeah, you gotta wash your If you must, you gotta wash your hair. If you must, you gotta wash your teeth. If you must, or else you'll be funky.